0: I am back after a little long adventure. So welcome back to Mornings with Marla. (laughs) Um, This month has been insane and I'm really excited to share with all of you all of the things because it's been, I don't know, just everything has happened. All good things. Don't get me wrong. It's just been very overwhelming and a lot of magic happening and I'm like, Okay, my manifestation powers are fucking on point right now. (laughs) Um, But as you know, we moved at the beginning of the month, um, which is a process, (laughs) to say the least, especially like there's one thing moving in college when you're like, just have a room to move and like your bed and your clothes and like some knickknacks or some posters that you hang on the wall (laughs) that you can fit all in like the bed of a truck. We moved from like a two-bedroom apartment, um, I think it was like 950 square feet, into a 950 square feet house, which I'm like dying over, but um, it's just a lot. (laughs) It's like amazing the amount of things you collect over time because we lived in that apartment, I think, for like two and a half years or like in that same complex for a very long time. Um, For me anyway, I'm so used to moving every year and um it's just I even like purging stuff and throwing it away and just like our kitchen from our old place um had so much more storage and then it's like okay where do I put all this stuff well, all this stuff that I've collected over the years um and do I even need it all and so that's why I've been I've like had to pause like I I've been really great about setting boundaries with myself, and I have no fucking clue where this podcast is going to go because I have so much to say, but I'm just going to roll with it. Um, It's just going to be a lot of updates about my life, and I'll try and wrap it into beautiful things for you as well. They're not just like me blabbing away about everything that's going on. Um, So we moved the... in the beginning of May. But so May, it was like, I was traveling back home to Wisconsin for my grandma's 96th birthday. And I went the first weekend of May. And so I was packing a little bit before we left. And like, to me, I was like, the packing process is the worst. Unpacking is fun. You're nesting and like, it doesn't take as long. I was very wrong. (laughs) Um, So I packed a little bit before, not a lot, but Wanted to be fully present with my grandma, like knew we had a whole month to move. Our lease is actually not up till June 7th and it's June 3rd. So we still have a little bit of time. And thank fucking God we have all this time because I don't know if we would have been able to do it in a weekend. I guess we would probably have to hire people to help because it was just a a lot. Um, And so went to Wisconsin for the first weekend for my grandma's birthday. Then we were moving the second weekend. Um, and then, and obviously you have to do these things on weekends cause you're working all week. And like, uh, I tend to do all of the things and then end up burning myself out really bad, which I've recognized. Um, and so I've been really setting boundaries around like how much I want to do, what I want to accomplish how I don't want to go about doing it and only bringing in the amount of things that I know I have space to fully be there for and fully have the energy for. Um so it was like my grandma's birthday, moving, and then I hosted a retreat the 3rd or 4th weekend of May, a yoga retreat which was my first like weekend long retreat ever which was it just blew my freaking mind and I will totally talk about that too. But um but yeah, so Basically, I decided to put my business on pause um, and the podcast on pause. And I was like, these are the things I can tangibly handle. It's still a lot, but I'm going to set these boundaries for myself so I don't overwhelm myself and just be in complete overwhelm the whole time because moving to me is one of the most stressful fucking things in the world. Um, I was actually told that moving and starting a new job are two of the biggest stressors in life. And I'm doing them both in the same month (laughs) and hosting a retreat and traveled twice. Um, so, grandma's birthday was amazing it was so nice to see her she actually like let me take home her wedding dress from like the 50s and um I found all these old journals in her basement from like 1912 from her dad on to like 1980 he journaled every single day of his life um and I took some of those home which was so cool to just have like these old old journals of just like history um I got to spend some really quality time with my grandma and take her out to dinner. She's fucking 96, like <laughs> and you know, she just left her walker at home. We went to dinner and uh she had a couple cocktails and it was just really, really, really nice. And had some really good conversations with my dad and um I don't want to say stepmom, but like my second mom. Um and Got to tell them about like the engagement. Just so many things have been happening. I'm like, I can't even wrap my head around it. It feels like it's been 10 years of time. Um, so I got to talk to them about the engagement, tell them all about that. And they are super supportive and like want to help with the wedding, which was like a huge conversation that I wanted to have with them, that I didn't even have to have with them. They just brought it up. Um, and then get back, move two weekends in a row, um, unpacking. <laughs> and I we're like pretty much settled in. Cause I just, I want to be like home in my space. And, but we still have a garage full of boxes and I'm just like, should we just throw all of it away? Let's just throw it all away. We haven't looked at it in a month. What does it really fucking matter? But it's all these like little mementos from, you know, childhood and stuff. So we've been talking about doing a little like treasure box each and like getting rid of the rest of it. So I still feel like we have a ton to do. But I also feel like we have a lot accomplished. Um, So we're all settled in. I love this house so freaking much. I'm sure if you've seen on my Instagram stories, like just hanging out in the backyard, we have a little fire pit. Um, We moved to a town called Longmont, which is about... 25 minutes from where we lived before um so when you're doing runs to pick stuff up it's like an hour round trip so you're basically if you have to do three trips you're spending the whole day like packing your car and unpacking and it's just been a process and we even rented a u-haul and got like most of it in one day and had friends help us thank freaking god for them um but we still have stuff to move this weekend I'm like when is it gonna be over um but I'm trying to like have grace with myself and not overwhelm myself because in the beginning I was just in such overwhelm um and then you know so we're settled in here and I host a yoga retreat so I'm back in Wisconsin again and on this trip I got to the airport like I don't know an hour before boarding time maybe um and We had to leave at like four in the morning, so it was a little aggressive. And then get to the airport. The security line is longer than I've ever seen in my entire life. Like it was wrapped all the way around every little loopy loop you could wrap it through. And then all the way down to another baggage claim. Like I heard people in line being like, I've never seen it like this. And like the craziest thing happened. So, uh, oh, God. Okay. I'm just going to try and tell the story in order. (laughs) Um, So I almost missed my flight. I'm like on it, but it's like four minutes before the door closes, running through the airport with my bowls in my hand. Like, I got to make this fucking flight. My retreat is happening. Um, Made it, got picked up by Heidi, who was hosting it at her house. And um, I'm I'm just like fired up. I'm just like riding the energy wave. Like, who cares about sleep? We're going. (laughs) Um, And it was just it was so magical. And I, what I really wanted to touch on about the retreat and that like really, really was so mind blowing for me was I showed up in full authenticity of myself and what I wanted to provide and what I wanted to do. And I had a schedule, like a a general schedule, but I really like to do things intuitively. And I think if you have in that kind of space in like a retreat space or like you're facilitating something like in that realm. I think that if you have a schedule and you are just so attached to that schedule, it's really hard to kind of go with the flow. The amazing thing was all the women there, there were five total women the most of the time and then eight total on Saturday because some people dropped in for Saturday. Um but it was just oh, it was so good. Um so you know, I show up and I'm like, all right, I'm here to fluff the vibes, fluffing the vibes. So I like went outside, picked a bunch of flowers and bouquets, like lit incense everywhere, lit candles everywhere. We set snacks out on the table, like just made it really, really beautiful. Um, And yeah, so I just showed up as authentically as possible with a general schedule in mind, but not an attachment to it. And, and I say this all the time, but like It's really, really truth. I know there's like not much truth out there, but this one is the nugget. Um, Don't ever have expectations for anything. Have a general idea of what you want it to go be like and look like and feel like, but don't have expectations of exactly what it's going to look like. Because if you have expectations, it always leads to disappointment because it's never going to go as you expect it. So I went in with an ideal of what like the most magical time would be, what it would feel like, what I would be doing. Um, and and it was better than my wildest dreams. It was better than I could have dreamed up. It was better than I ever could have imagined. It was better than I could have planned because I went in with no expectations of exactly what it should have looked like and didn't hold that like intensity of needing it to be a certain way on myself. And it was beautiful cuz the women were there, were very go with the flow as well and like the whole concept was like let's relax and rejuvenate. And I knew that coming in and I was holding that intention coming in. But it went like I ugh, full body goosebumps the whole time there just now like it was so good. Um every year we're going to do this now which is just like super exciting for me. Um And it was interesting because I'm 29 and I have had a lot of life experience, but not as much as someone who has kids or is a grandma or is married and like had, you know, 20 years of marriage or whatever. So all these women are like, you know, later 40s, 50s, maybe even early 60s, which is my jam. (laughs) I love women that age, Um, most of them. Uh, And. I go in, you know, I'm this young girl popping in like, all right, I'm going to host this retreat and you guys are going to be transformed and I'm going to hold space for you. And I'm going to offer advice to you if you at, like, if it's, you know, asked for like solicited advice. And one of the women on the first night looks at me like dead in the eyes and she goes, I expect a lot out of you. (laughs) And thank God I was at a good enough headspace. And like, amped enough where I was like oh I'm bringing it like don't you fucking worry we're going there (laughs) Um, and the whole weekend was just like tears and vulnerable shares and just it was so fucking beautiful and like yes I had this idea of what I wanted to provide but I, I really wasn't attached to the idea so I had like plans and backup plans in my head And what I like to do when I'm planning these things is really just contemplate for weeks, contemplate, think about what this would look like or what this would feel like or how this would be presented or um, whatever. So I had kind of ideas of what I wanted to provide, but like nothing was like super solidified, which is just how I work. I work really, really well that way, like throw me into something. I'm good. Like, make me do a strict strategic type A plan, I'm not good. I get too stressed about the actual plan and I'm not present in what I'm providing. And so I was able to show up as authentically as I could and be myself and not try and like with social media, what I've been realizing, especially the last couple of days is I've been scrolling through it, sitting outside, enjoying my beautiful backyard, not even paying attention to it because I'm on Instagram, Um, looking at people's stories is Every time I'm done looking through people's shit and looking at people's stories, I feel bad about myself. I'm like, oh, okay, like that looked really fun, or I could be doing that, or maybe I should be showing up that way, or whatever. And I'm like really realizing how social media, and obviously I knew this, but I'm like really realizing how much it's like skewing our perception of reality and skewing our presence and skewing our view of ourselves. And so the beautiful part of the retreat was. I went in there not holding a vision of embodying someone else and how they would show up. I went in there holding a vision of how I would show up and how authentic I could be and how I could speak my truth. And maybe it's not everyone's truths, but it was resonatory to me. And so we did um, one yoga. Okay. So the first night, everyone got there kind of late, like 730. So I did like a mini meditation and I was like, I don't have any sort of overarching theme for this. Like, obviously, rest and restoration, but like, I can't. Like, I just didn't feel really good about that theme. So, as everyone started to come in, and I did a card reading for one of the girls, um, the one who was hosting it in the afternoon, and it kind of all just started flooding to me. And this is what I love about doing things intuitively: is I open that channel to be able to receive. The messages from source, spirit, the universe, my subconscious, whatever you want to call it. Um, And I'm open to receiving that and open to taking that in. And obviously there's moments where I'm like, well, fuck, what the hell is the overarching theme and intention going to be for everyone through this? And what I realized through just like, I, I, I observe people really well. I think like empathy and human observation kind of go hand in hand where if you're a really empathetic person, you can really read people well and kind of understand what their body language is saying. And so as the women were arriving, I was really reading them and really paying attention to um, what they were kind of calling in and what they were talking about, what they were saying and like how their energy was and, you know, without put placing it on them with just kind of having a general feel. And so the overarching theme, the first night ended up being I did a meditation on, um, let's hold everyone's intentions for each other. And it was really fucking beautiful. Like we went in a circle, everyone shared what their intentions were going to be for the week. And then I did a little meditation where like, you know, you went through and held everyone's vision for them and what they were asking for. And, And therefore you could be of support throughout the whole entire weekend, um, in knowing what they were looking for out of this this weekend long retreat and this weekend container to be able to just like hold space better for everyone it involved. Um, and so it was really short. And then we had dinner after and like, it was just super, it's, I don't know, like, you know, wine at night, like this wasn't I don't want to say like stick shoved up your ass kind of retreat, but it definitely wasn't a stick shoved up your ass kind of retreat. Like we were, you know, enjoying cocktails at night and just enjoying each other's company during the day. And um, we ordered in the first night. And then, so I got up at three 30 Friday morning to catch my flight. We got up at 5. AM on Saturday to do sunrise paddle boarding. We didn't go to bed until almost two in the morning, Saturday night, because We had a fire ceremony that was amazing. So we lit a fire, and this woman who was part of it, um, she just got her master's in music therapy. So she got her guitar out, and her voice, holy shitballs, like the most angelic, beautiful voice I have ever heard, I think, in my life. And I was just floored. And everyone was floored who was there. And we just kept asking for more songs and more songs. Or, like, do you know this song? Or, do you know that song? And she just sat there singing for hours for us at the fire. And that was kind of like, her cap because everyone left Sunday um, afternoon, um, so we didn't really go to bed <laughs> at a decent time, you know. But like, I think it's such a beautiful thing that you just get lost. You get so lost, you don't think about time anymore. And to me, that's like so sacred and so special. Um, but Saturday seemed like five years or like five days. It was just such a it was such a day. And so after Friday night, I felt like I had. I was just feeling so confident within myself when I entered about showing up as authentically as possible and not worrying about if they were going. Like, obviously, I really wanted them to be able to receive me in a beautiful way. And I kind of asked for that when we did our intention circle. I was like, I'm so grateful that you guys trust me to provide this for you and are receiving me in this way. And all I want to do is expand myself and expand you in a beautiful way. And I just came in with just such pureness, um, if I do say so myself. (laughs) And um, so Saturday was like, we did 5 a.m. paddleboarding. We did a 7 a.m. yoga class. We had breakfast after. Um, Everyone just kind of like made toast and We had fruit and, you know, whatever you wanted to make. The fridge was stocked. Um, And then a massage therapist came from 9.30 to about 3.30. She did six 45-minute massages. um, And she was just, after my massage, I was like, "Um, I'm packing you in my suitcase and taking you home. So during the day Saturday, everything was really loose because everyone was kind of in and out of their massages. And I didn't want to do anything super, you know, important or, like, exciting while people were couldn't be involved. So what I decided to do was do a mandala making course, which I had done before for the um, fall harvest. Um, And I did not expect this to be what it was at all. Uh, I brought out like all these different coloring things and papers. And I was like, just draw what you're calling in straight from your heart space. Use the colors that express yourself. Like just draw something beautiful that like really comes from the heart of what you're calling in from this weekend. And it turned out to take like four hours total. Everyone got really, really into it. And it was just so beautiful to witness. And then... um because people were in and out from their massages, it worked out really well because the people who missed it could kind of catch up later. And I just left the supplies out all day. Um, and then we went on the boat in the afternoon. And it was just such a beautiful day between all these rainy days that had been happening. And it was like, you know, end of May. So it's not sup- supposed to be super warm, but we got a beautiful day and then came back off the boat around 3.30. Everyone like showered. I did my sound healing, which was amazing. And I had a lot of women who have never experienced anything like that before. So that brings up a lot of nerves. Like, oh, are they liking it? Is this okay? Like, is this too woo-woo for them? Um, and then after, you know, we finished the mandalas, brought out more snacks, and then went on a sunset boat cruise. Um, God, it was just fucking magical. There was something there with us. Like, it just it felt like there was this magical presence or this like godlike presence throughout the whole experience and there were so many symbols and signs and nods from the universe for everyone like um, one of the women a crow flew down and I just see her look up and hold her heart and I like looked at her and I was like crows are symbols for me too like what are they for you and she explained how like she thinks it's her father who passed away because she always a crow always comes and like literally says hello to her and she had just talked about him and it was just like this crow kept coming back for her and it was just like everything was so aligned and so fucking good. Um, And then we stopped at my parents' restaurant and had a cocktail by their fire pit. And then that's when we went back and made dinner like really late because you don't think like making dinner communally is going to take long as long as it does, but it really does. Um, And yeah, the fire and then Sunday morning, we did a little cacao ceremony and it was just fucking beautiful. And I really hope that the container we created together and the space I was able to hold helped transform these women. And it was, you know, we're all talking about like doing it again next year and more people want to be involved next year and we want to make it bigger and better every year. And so it's just something on my radar now, every single year that I get to provide and do that is like, so within my highest excitement and, feels so good. And even with the lack of sleep, like I was just riding that energy wave so hard. And it was just like, I I know I might crash after this. I know I might be really tired, but right now this is where I'm at. And I'm going to ride this fucking wave and it's going to be fucking amazing. And um, I love my sleep and I really need it, but it was just, it was perfect. I literally could not have asked for anything to go better or be better. And coming out of that it was just this this realization that like I am expanding right now. I, I feel like I'm so excited to turn 30 in December um, in six months-ish. And I'm coming out of my Saturn return and I can feel the weight lifting and the expansion happening and like the deeper trust in my own wisdom coming and the ability to set more boundaries, is happening. And it feels so amazing. Um, So that'll happen. We're still in the moving process. I come back. I've missed, obviously, a little bit of work during this time. So it's like when I get back, that next day is super stressful because I have to catch up on everything. And I just feel like, I don't know, maybe it's because summer's happening and I love summer so much and the sun literally fills up my energy in in such a potent way. But I have just been in such a good headspace. And the really interesting thing is I haven't been microdosing um, in probably a month and a half because I was, I, was, I guess this is another topic, but um, I had been microdosing for a little over a year and it all of a sudden started to happen where like the days I was microdosing, I was having wonky days, like weird energetic days where I was not feeling great and usually my microdose days were like phenomenal um and so I was like okay I'm gonna test this out and I'm just gonna wait for my body to ask for it when I need it and maybe like my brain is reprogrammed enough at this point after like a year and some odd months to really like take a step back and see where my mind is now without it because obviously I don't want to have a crutch um I know it's there when I need it but um but it's just been really, I've, I've had such a positive outlook on everything where, and not to like spiritual bypass or whatever through this, but like when shit happens, I am just like, okay, well shit just happened, you know, like let's find, let's find the positive out of this, or let's just be super grateful for what we do have. And it's just been amazing how the mindset flip of instead of like, well, is me like um, i gonna like lay in my traumas to, wow, there's a lot of light right now. There's a lot of light. And obviously it could be circumstantial of like all the exciting things going on. But um, I've just been really focusing on the positive and the trust within my own self and my own being and not trying to show up like someone else, but trying to show up like myself. And the more I show up as myself and the more I put love into myself and show that part of me the better I fucking feel. Um, and I think it's something that comes into your later 20s and then grows even more into your 30s. That's why I'm so excited to like be within that space of the 30s and see what happens. Um, so within all of that, it's just so much. <laughs> um, within all of that, I was feeling like I wanted more stability in my life. I was feeling like I need more consistency. I really want some benefits within work. And clearly I'm well, within all of that, my business imploded a little bit. And instead of like crawling and crumbling and saying, I'm not going to do this anymore. I said, I'm taking a break, which felt really good. And I needed to. Um, So that therefore that was my break in May, which no wonder my business isn't doing great. It's because I took a break in May, but I really needed the break in May. So I can't like, I'm not upset about it. Um, So, my business is imploding. I lost like half my clients and half my girls, and that's a huge financial hit for me. Um, And I can't. I I don't live a, a life where I can take a financial hit like that and be able to pay my bills. And I don't have anyone to fall back on to pay my bills. So. You gotta take some initiative and like i know people will be like no quit your job go do what you're passionate about it'll work out as long as you have passion for it and that's just not the fucking reality for most people you can't just fucking quit your job and hope for the best even if you put in a lot of action steps like it doesn't always work um so through that i was craving a lot of stability I'm not trying to say that as, like, this negative Nancy thing. I'm trying to say, like, get your fucking ducks in a row before you jump off a cliff. Make sure there's a net there to catch you or a friend or maybe a bungee cord tied to your ankle. Um, And so I think it's, like, a really nice flow in and out of things, like – like in like, to make more space for your passions and then make even more space when you can make more space and make even more space when you can make more space. It's, I know a lot of people jump off the cliff and they promote themselves doing that, but I think they have a lot more bank account cushion than I had and a lot less debt than I have because of student loans, man. Um, so where was I going with that? So anyway, okay, got it. Uh, business implosion. um during the moving month during the retreat month during the grandma's birthday month and i i think i talked about it on maybe my last podcast but i was just like laughing running through the house being like burn it all to the fucking ground um and matt's like no no this is a good idea you got it sweetie and i'm like thank god i have a cheerleader like you in my life um so Took a pause and then I realized, like, no, I need more stability and I want fucking benefits in my life. And so I reached out to the guy that I currently personal assistant for between 15 and 20 hours a week. And I was just in frustration with that job at this point. And it's been a year, and I was just like, so I just I wrote him a paragraph. He said I wrote him a novel, but it was a long paragraph. (laughs) And I was just like, hey. So this other job opportunity came up and it was, you know, four weeks vacation, really good pay um, taxes paid like great benefits. I don't want that job. I want to keep working for you. I enjoy working for you. But I'm realizing because I was so excited by this job for a little while and that I put so much thought into it that I need more some some more consistency and some more stability from you. I'm also le- losing my other client at the beginning of August, end of July, because she's getting an all-pair and I'm really, you know, like I'm I'm going to have to start looking for something more secure and I want to be there for you, but like I need these things. And he didn't respond for, like, a night until, like, way later the next morning. And I was panicked. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to get fucking fired. This sucks, but I'll I'll figure it out. But I'm going to get fired. I was trying to stay positive through it all. It was really hard, especially with everything going on. And then finally, the next morning at like 10 o'clock, he messaged me back and he was like, I am so sorry. I didn't see the novel you wrote me last night. Like, absolutely. I'm going to take care of you. Just let me think about this. And within three days, like I thought this would be like a couple week process. Within three days, he offered me, um, what is it called? Operational director at his company. And also like, so I'll be half-time personal assistant with him, half-time person basically personal assistant at his office which I love doing I love running errands and I love like making a space look good and I love meal prepping and I love just being there of service which is like I guess my yoga is of service my sound healings of service I just really love to be of service to help other people's lives be better as my human design person says I'm a vibe fluffer so I come in I fluff the vibes that's like my blows my mind it's my favorite thing um And so he's offering me salary, 100% benefits, um, health, life, vision, dental, and 401k match and unlimited PTO, which obviously I can't take advantage of, but like I get fucking PTO bitches. (laughs) Um, And it's scary. And I like, after he offered that, you know, he asked me what I wanted my salary to be, and I told him, and he counter offered, and I was just like a little unhappy with it, but. Just because right now I have so much freedom. Like I start this job Monday, but um, right now I love, I love the freedom I have to be able to leave the house when I want to, like not exactly when I want to, but like, I know how much shit I need to do at someone else's house. I know what time I need to leave in the morning to be able to get that done. And sometimes if I get it done early, I get to come home and take a nap which is amazing. So I'm going to lose that freedom, but gain a lot more freedoms. And it was funny because in the morning I woke up and I was like, damn, I don't think I want this. And I I was like psyching myself out a little bit, but it's a really good opportunity. There's a lot of doors that could open for me. I can still run my business on the side, which I have totally redone, Um, which feels good. I, I knew I needed to rebuild and I knew I wanted to restructure and i've done that and i and the reason I've done all of this is because I've given myself some pause and took the pressure off myself like that i wasn't good enough that I wasn't doing enough that I wasn't being enough and like as I stepped back and just observed what I had already built and done I was like god damn I did a lot <laughs> why was i feeling like I didn't do enough at that point point because I did so much I had so much going on and I was doing it all and like it's just so interesting to me how you can pull back from something and then realize like all of these things about it when you just take a moment to pause and observe instead of being like in the smush of it or like feeling like you're weighted down by it it's like Even clients would reach out to me and I'd be like, hey, I'm moving this month. I'm taking a pause. Like, just reach out to me next month if you're still interested in my services. And I did do a little bit, like, um, you know, like a tiny bit. Like, I think I matched up one or two people. Um, Yeah, not a lot. Not not as aggressive as I was being. Not Not as outreach as I was being. Not promoting myself at all. Like, I was just letting it be so organic and it felt really amazing and i think through the decision to do all these things in my life and like there's just so much transition right now and so much new and i and i feel like that it's happening for a lot of people especially as things open up with covid i just keep hearing people who are getting new jobs or moving or like new relationships or Or just like really important pieces coming together for a lot of people's lives right now. And it just makes me so happy to see that happening for everyone. And I feel like everyone had this beautiful moment uh, for like the last year or year or so to really discover like who they are and what they want. And then really go out and ask for it. Like, I keep hearing all these stories about people applying for jobs that are way out of their, they think are way out of their league and then getting them. And it's like, well, yeah, because don't put yourself in a goddamn box. Like, let yourself expand has just like every year more expansion and I don't care if more expansion means more learning and growth through quote-unquote failure which I hate that word but like that's the only way to explain this or if it means growth through expansion of building a business or if it means growth through through expansion within your relationships or if it means growth within your expansion of friendships means growth within your expansion of setting more boundaries there's so much expansion happening for so many people and it's just so cool to see and so cool to be able to support. Um, and it's just the being able to hold the vision for yourself of what you're calling in in your life without attachment to what that looks like and then have those doors come flooding in. <laughs> Like it's, the door wide open so everything can flood in. It's just, I don't know. My life is blowing my mind right now. And I really think that in order to blow your own mind and your life, you have the control panel and the steering wheel in front of you. And you make the decisions that determine what comes in. And you can show up as the person that you love the most, like you show up as the most loving person, loving yourself, loving those around you, having compassion, making connections, talking, asking for what you need, setting boundaries where you need. It's just transformative and has been so, so cool to witness within myself. And then even when the bad pieces are coming, like my business crumbling slightly, for me to be able to hold it together and not just like be in a ball crying on the bed and not wanting to move because I had failed myself and my clients. This feels really like a really good perspective and and it really works for me. And I really believe that everything in life is about your perspective around it. And you can have a perspective of like, I fucking hate my job and I hate what I'm doing and I hate where I live and I hate blah, 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 blah. But it's like the second you can find the pause and like the little pieces of joy, the more those pieces grow within that hatred and like uncomfortability and the more growth that you can gain through those experiences and the more you learn from them. And- what I realized today, actually, um, as I was driving, per usual, contemplating, is that I'm only 29 years old. Like, I have so much life ahead of me and I have so much more work in my life. Like, I'd love to never work again, but I can't do that. And I'm going to be working for a very long time. And so, like, having these goals of, like, what the end looks like it's just going to propel me there without enjoying what's going on right now. And so I've just been trying to like slow down during my days um, and like bring myself back to presence. Like if I'm doing something and I'm really not feeling it, I'll be like, well, Marla, just slow down a little bit. Like you don't have to get this all done. Like this second, just take the pressure off yourself and, It's something I really need for myself. I know other people are very different where like they need a little bit of pressure to get things done. Um, But I'm the opposite where like I put too much pressure on myself to get too much done and just being able to grace myself some some love and (laughs) slowness has just been such a game changer in my days. And I don't know, a lot's gonna change this next week. I start the new job on Monday. I just left one of, God, I love her so much and I love her family so much, but that was a really hard conversation when I got this new job offer and he was like, okay, give me a start date, like two to three weeks would be awesome, but like whenever you can. And I had to go to Elizabeth's and after being with her, like for over a year now, um, I think I started in April of last year, so a little over a year, but like before she had her baby who just turned one on um, Monday and just to be there for all of that and like love that family so much. And I was there every single day for a couple hours and to have to sit down and be like, "Hey, I got this amazing opportunity and I, and I'm starting really soon. <laughs> Um, and it was just amazing to be, she was just so supportive. She was like, I could never ask you to turn down this opportunity. This is a really good opportunity for you. And like, obviously I love you and I want to have a lifelong friendship with you. And this changes our dynamic a lot, but we literally live like five minutes from each other right now. And today was my last day. And it was really sweet. The baby Jack who just turned one, he like wouldn't let me put him down. (laughs) So I'm like trying to fold laundry and take the trash out and like set him down for a sec. And he'd just like grab my legs and almost pull my pants down and just like coo at me. Um, So it's just a lot of shifting and a lot of chapters ending and chapters starting. And I don't know, it just feels really good and like really where I'm meant to be and really aligned never where I thought I would be in a million years. I never thought I'd be in a company trying to work my way up a little. And, and this might sound like I'm giving up on my business too and giving up on those dreams. But the more, like I know pretty fucking quickly if I enjoy doing something or not. And I know people say, oh, you have to do it for like a year or two before, especially with a business. It's like more like, three to six years before things really start taking off but I started to live within such frustration of my girls my clients just getting text messages about inquiries was just frustrating me like why are you fucking texting me right now or why are you calling me right now or you know it's 10 p.m on a fucking Sunday like what what um or like you know I hired this girl who was a little heavier set and she was also black and I had so much backlash against her. And I was like, is this because she's not great? Or is this because the color of her skin and like her size? Like I had a mom literally be like, so I don't know how to put this, but um I don't think she's gonna be active enough for my son. And I was like, you're a fucking fat phobic bitch. I'm sorry. But like I yeah. Anyway, I ended up she was amazing. I stuck with her. I love her. Um she got picked up by a family like within three family tries and they love her. So it's just been interesting dealing with moms because all moms are so different. And I think, um, I think everyone has different parenting styles and sometimes I agree with them and sometimes I don't. And it's really hard to accommodate certain people's parenting styles that just seemed like, wait, are you setting your kid up for success or not? And it's not my place to say anything, but like, how do I find someone who's going to tick all of these boxes for you? And then you send them someone and they're upset. And then I feel like it's my fault. And I feel disappointed in myself. And I feel like I disappointed them. And it just, I don't know. So I've taken a step back. I've restructured. I've decided to do it differently. And I took the pressure off myself and it feels really good and I hosted my first fucking yoga retreat (laughs) for a weekend um I've done like a day-long retreat and I've done like workshops and stuff but never like a weekend retreat and I really hope that some of you will want to join next year because it was fucking magic and yeah I wanted to touch on a couple other things it's just not really within this rabbit hole of talking um I've just, I've been really realizing a lot about social media and how it makes me feel about myself. And even with that, like I I don't post very often and I took that pressure off myself because it felt really bad. Um, and I know like when you're trying to run a business and stuff, social media is such an, a crucial, important way to reach other people and expose yourself and be vulnerable Um and be loved and validated and it just wasn't jiving with me anymore (laughs) I go through spurts but um, but I'm realizing more and more it's not it's not within any sort of excitement for me at all is trying to build my Instagram or I don't even have a TikTok because I just I already get lost in Instagram and Facebook. Like I found myself today switching back and forth between Instagram and Facebook, Instagram and Facebook when I was like about to take a nap. And I'm like, what am I doing? (laughs) Like, I just you go down the rabbit hole or like look at an old friend and like rabbit hole down their page and see what they're up to and compare your life to that or like compare yourself to like how successful they are, what they're doing or, or you get really judgy and you just want to like be like, oh, they, and it's like, that's what came up for me. And this is a way side tangent, but um I've been listening to Chelsea Handler's new podcast I think it's called Dear Chelsea and today this guy called in this older man and he was saying that um, he was craving younger women to look at him but not in not because he wanted to be sexual with them but because he felt he wasn't attractive as attractive as his friends and I was thinking about it like before I even heard this on Chelsea because I've been like feeling like bad about my body a little bit I'm also on my bleed and I usually feel bad about my body during my bleed because you're so bloated and I just feel frumpy and like not great. So I've been like really trying to hold my belly in the shower and like just give myself praise. And, you know, you see videos of yourself and you're just like, oh, I haven't really been working out very much. And like, maybe I should start, you know, doing that to like look a little bit better. And then I'm like, no, I love this temple. Like I am who I am. And then it got me thinking about, Who am I trying to please within my body? Am I trying to please, because I have a partner that tells me how beautiful I am all the time, like all the time. He tells me I'm the most beautiful woman he's ever seen. Your legs are so beautiful. Look at your beautiful hair. Look at your long, beautiful eyelashes and your cute button nose and your little freckles, like all day. (laughs) He thinks I'm the most beautiful woman in the world. And like, why don't I feel that right now? And who am I trying to please by changing my body in any sort of way and it's not like I eat bad or whatever I just feel like my body's changing a little as I approach my 30s <laughs> um and so I was just like really contemplating like who am I trying to please here and it wasn't other males for me it was other females and I realized that like females are aggressive with each other as I'm scrolling through Instagram being like oh wow that person lost a lot of weight like I wonder what's wrong with them or like oh wow that person you know like I don't just like dumb shit that like you catch yourself doing incorrect and I think it's just like this natural state of mind that we're in as we all like instantly want to judge the other person to feel better about ourselves or something Um, and I really catch myself in this pattern and get myself out of it. And I think it's just human nature. Like, I'm not gonna beat myself up about <laughs> being judgmental about someone. I catch it and I correct it. Um, and I really try and like instead of like being judgmental, I'll flip my mindset and be like, okay, what's beautiful about them? Like, let's focus on that. And it helps so much throughout everything. Um, and so I've recognized that like for me anyway, I judge other women's bodies once in a while and it's something I really need to train myself out of and it's probably because I judge my own body too and I and I'm comparing I'm not like judging I'm comparing myself to other people and like oh wow they look really good or oh they're getting some abs or like cool they work out all the time I wish I could do that um and you start comparing who's better who's worse against yourself and when this man called in to Chelsea um he was having the same feelings and they kind of got down to the bottom of it. And he said he wants to impress his male counterparts and his male friends by getting more female attention because he thinks that's what would impress them or make them like him more or make them think he was more attractive. And yeah, it's just really fucking interesting that we're <laughs> trying to change ourselves for the same sex to look better for the same sex because we all like sit around judging sending each other. Um, when really I don't think that's the case most of the time. I think it's like it's on your mind more so than uh, people are actually thinking about you, uh, which is almost a little self-centered. You're like, oh, everyone's talking about me and thinking about me and judging me and like looking me up and down. It's like, okay, you really think you're that hot as shit that everyone's paying so much attention to you. Um, But yeah, it was just, it was just an interesting thought. And I think a lot of it for me is stemming from social media and, I think I'm going to take a pause for a little. I don't want to take a pause for my podcast. Like this is my, I'm dedicated to this. Like, yes, I took a pause the month of May, the last few weeks, but um, it's not like I wasn't thinking about it. It's not like I wanted to stop. It was like, I need to do this for myself. And I was also listening to another podcast called Conscious Slut um, and she does one like every few, couple months and I just loved it. She's like, I don't know when I'll be back, but I'll be back eventually. <laughs> um, but I do like the weekly thing and this is probably episode like 29 or 28 or something, which is insane. And I think I've been doing this for almost a month or a whole year now, which is just fun. And like, even if I get 13 views on one, I'm really not attached to a number. I'm just attached to... Sitting here and having fun with it and like something that God, you know, like I could look back on in 60 years and be like, damn, she didn't know what the fuck she was talking about. Or like, wow, I'm so impressed with you as a younger human. And like I love listening to these because of the wealth of knowledge that you had and the excitement you had around life, and and seeing my grandpa's journals, I guess my great grandpa, um, from before my grandma was born. I was just like wow I need to start journaling more often and wow this is so cool to be able to look back and read this history of this book that he held in his hand and I feel like things are shifting not so much from like writing and journaling but to like how long are these pictures going to be on social media for or like how long will this podcast survive out there and will my grandchildren be able to like look up my name one day and then this pops up um So I'm doing it not only to like provide, I don't know, excitement and relief and insight to the people who want to listen or want to take little tidbits out of this, um, but also just for like history and future. And it's just cool to have this time capsule of like what your life was and what you're going through and what things you're passionate about and what topics you chose to talk about and listen to that in like 10 to 20 years so those are a lot of all of my thoughts (laughs) the last five weeks i keep coming up with like little nuggets like "Oh, i'm gonna do that on my podcast and i keep being like i'm gonna sit down tonight and do it and then i get home and it's just like by the time i feed the dogs and feed myself and sit down and i want to watch tv show and time's time could they add an extra day to the week please (laughs) Or maybe like one less work day would be awesome. Four-day work week, prime time. Maybe I'll ask for four tens. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I hope everyone is doing well. And I'm so happy to be sitting here again in my new office Um, that still has a little unpacking to do. If you saw our garage right now, you'd have a heart attack because I do every time I go in there. I'm like, how are we going to get all the rest of this stuff into this house because it's packed to the brim? But we'll do it one day at a time, one weekend at a time um you gotta have fun too right it's like we're going to the reservoir this weekend we're gonna have to take down our platform bed and move it um we did moving last weekend got everything else out except the platform bed which i'm just like oh ah. um but just like everything's opening up concerts are happening again it just how do you pick and choose what to do in two days over the weekend it's hard and sunday's my rest day so it's like how do i pick and choose what to do on a saturday <laughs> uh, get up early move some stuff and then go have fun um, but yeah, I'm just really, really, really happy. And, you know, me and Matt keep looking at each other and we're like, reason 550,000, 100,000,002 <laughs> um, that I like this house so much more. And you just another like I've just been having so many like things of like you don't realize how much you hated it until it's gone. Like one of the women I worked for, the second I told her I, I gave her her two weeks, I just felt this rush of relief and and i was like wow that was way worse than i thought it was or like we moved out of the apartment into a house and i was like wow that was way worse than i thought it was it was so stuffy and stagnant and all these other people's energies like around all the time and i was not able to be present and focused and in quiet i was always looking out at the dog park seeing who was there seeing when we could go seeing people at the dog park um watching people walk by sitting outside and painting people are walking by like you just i don't know and our neighbors are fucking dope here they're like playing Mexican music, partying all the time. And it just feels like we live in an actual city and not like this bougie boulder white area. So yeah, it's all been good. It's all been real, real good. And I'm just like feeling very secure within who I am as a person. And loving up on myself and stopping judging myself or trying to change little pieces of me that like I didn't necessarily love about myself before because they are pieces of me and the more I live up on them the more they just crack open and expand into beauty like not more of the chaos that like I want to hone in (laughs) um so I guess that's 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 a wrap the (laughs) lap for today um like I said, I'll, I'll be back most weeks. And I love you all. And thank you for listening. And um, yeah, to all that banter and all the things going on. um, I appreciate you. And I hope you have a really beautiful day and um, step into your fucking expansion. <laughs> Keep on expanding. You can't stop expanding ever. I don't think you even I feel like when you die, you're infinite expansion happens. But keep on loving up on others and just keep the love going in the world. It's kind of can be a tragic place sometimes. Love you all. Thank you so, so much for listening. (laughs) And I'm so happy to be back.